Good morning. Y'all doing okay? I'm really excited to be here with you today. I got a couple of stories I want to share with you. Before uh, we came here to St. Michael's last August, I was the rector of a parish just outside of Charlottesville, Virginia. So about six years ago, our family moved to Virginia and we faced a significant challenge, and that is we were not from Virginia. (laughs) Some of you are laughing because you understand what I'm about to say. Even though we had lived in the Deep South the previous five years in Alabama and we're moving to another part of the South, in Virginia, things are a little different. We did not have our bona fides. I am not related to anybody who was important in the history of the great state of Virginia. And so I had a priest friend in Alabama who said, are you sure about this? This is going to be a challenge for you. Now, fortunately, we went to serve in a place that was college town adjacent. And in any church, that gets you a lot because it means there are people coming and going, and that was very helpful for us. But it wasn't long, really, before our family started to hear things like, y'all aren't from around here, are you? Now, I know in Texas that would never happen. And the great prophet Lyle Lovett reminds us, even if you're not from Texas, Texas wants you anyway, right? Well, the point of all of that is to say is that, you know, For a lot of people in our country, it matters where you're from. It matters who your family is. It matters what you're connected to. Uh, We have a tendency as humans to try to divide ourselves into different groups. But we know this never ends well, right? We know that anytime we begin to see ourselves and other people as somehow different or one is better than the other, these things always ends in sadness, This ends in genocide. This ends in death and war. It ends in great separation. We still, though, have a tendency to want to divide ourselves into tribes. Now, for some of you down here today, I'm not talking about confirmation tribes. I'm not talking about Native American tribes. What I'm talking about is those groups that we like to put ourselves in that help us to identify and have community, but also that we do so at the expense of other people. So here's some examples. We do this all the time. Republicans and Democrats. Longhorns and Aggies. I think I'm getting my hands right. Let's see which one. No. Um, Americans. Uh, immigrants. Uh, we do this all the time in how we begin to see ourselves as part of one tribe and you are the other person as not part of our tribe. My friend Albert used to remind me all the time that the tribe will always ask you to kill. This is what he means. The tribe, those groups, will always ask you to put the needs of the tribe above your own needs and especially above the needs of anyone who's not part of the tribe. Again, we've seen this throughout human history and know how it ends. But my brothers and sisters, Christianity is different. We are different. We fundamentally understand ourselves not as a tribe, but as God's family. And we operate on a different level. In fact, um, Archbishop William Temple famously has said, and it's as true today as it was when he said it 100 years ago, as it was in the early church, that the church is the only society that exists for the good who are outside of the society. We, the church, exist for the good of those who are not yet part of our family. 
I'm so pleased that we're about this Acts teaching and preaching series because it really gives us a chance at St. Michael's as we continue to figure out who we are as a church to look to the early church and the experiences they had and to see how it might be modeled for us today. So today we hear a little bit about Peter, but let me set the stage for you. Just before our reading from Acts today, Peter, Peter the faithful tribe member, a tribe of Judah, has his whole life been faithful to his tribe. He's excluded all those people who are not part of his tribe, and he's kept a very strict kosher diet that was prescribed by his tribe. Peter, right before this reading, has this vision where this blanket is lowered, and on the blanket are reptiles and unclean animals and things he wasn't supposed to eat. And he's told, he hears a voice from heaven, Peter, get up, kill and eat. No, no, Lord. I've never, I've never touched anything unclean or profane. And the voice says, what God has made clean, you shall not call unclean. And then Peter has this remarkable experience right after that, leading up to his sermon that we hear today with this Roman centurion Cornelius, right? Cornelius is not a Jew. He's not part of Peter's tribe. But Cornelius has a vision of Peter. Peter goes, has this vision of the animals. And Peter goes, aha, I see now, God shows no partiality. There's no tribes in God's kingdom. It's all one family. These people, they've received the same Holy Spirit that we have. They should be baptized. They should be part of our family as well. I'm so grateful to Peter. He was able to have this transformative experience and to transform his own understanding of what it meant to be inside and outside. There's no longer any separation We're all part of God's big family. Now, you and I come here each and every Sunday, I hope, to be fed the sacrament of bread and wine, Christ's body and blood, to be encouraged by incredible worship, maybe good preaching. We come here to be fed, to be encouraged, so that we can go out into the world to live out our lives as part of God's family. Not separating ourselves into little tribal groups that war with each other over a scrap, but remembering that we have received God's abundant love and that there is no limit to it, and that really it is our joy to share that love, grace, mercy, and forgiveness with the world. I want you to look around the room for just a second. I see a few empty chairs. we got room for more in God's family. We come here to be fed so that we can go out there and find those people who need to be here with us. A long, long time ago, maybe 20 years ago, the Episcopal Church used to be known as the Frozen Chosen. Some of you have heard that language. We are not that anymore, thanks be to God. We have changed our name from the Protestant Episcopal Church of the United States of America, PECUSA, to the Episcopal Church. We have made changes in our denominational structure to no longer separate ourselves from those who might be just next door, just a little bit outside of who we were before. We have opened ourselves up and we, have, we are retraining ourselves to be the evangelists that God has called us to be. My hope and encouragement for each of us this week as we go from this place, that we will remember Peter, his radical transformation of remembering that we're not part of a little tribal group. We're part of God's family, and that family grows by a process of adoption. We're encouraged to go from this place, not just to find people and welcome them in, but to find them and bring them with us 
so that this place may be full and that more people can continue to experience God's love and grace. When I was growing up in California, one of the special things that we did as a family and as a school group all the time was to go to the Rollerama. This was our local roller skating rink. And if you've ever been to a roller skating rink or an ice skating rink, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, usually there's a group of people who are skating in the middle, and usually there's a people on the outside of that group kind of looking in. Uh, at the Rollerama, they used to do, play 80s pop music. I have these great memories of trying to roller skate and falling down listening to Madonna and Michael Jackson. It was wonderful. But I also have all these memories of sitting on the outside while it was expert skate and backward skate only and couple skate. I was a little young and a little awkward to be in a couple. So mostly, I was on the outside unless it was all skate, right? All skate was when everybody got to be out. All the diversity of people from all different experiences got to be out on the floor together, racing, falling, trying to go backwards, falling, all those good things, but having a great time all together. Works in swimming pools too, right? Some of you have been to some swimming pools where it's adults only or lap swim, but then all swim. God's kingdom is all skate. God wants everyone in the pool. That's the gift that we have to share with the world. No longer need we be divided by tribal lines. Now we can all be part of one's family. Let's pray together. Gracious God, we thank you so much for Peter's transformation and his beginning to understand that the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, is for all people. Inspire and equip us here, your servants, to go into the world and share that good news and bring future family members with us to this place that we might all continue to hear and experience your love and grace. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen.